Welcome to Pressing In, the podcast where we press into the Word and the Heart of God and seek a glimpse of His perspective. I'm your host, Jamie DeSilvia. I'm a Christian speaker and the author of two devotional books that are unlike anything you've read before. Check out my website, jamiedesilvia.com, to learn more about my books. I am passionate about connecting women to the heart of God with biblical insight, authenticity, and grace. And now it's time for us to start pressing in. Hey friends, welcome to episode nine. If you've been blessed by this podcast, can I ask you to do me a favor? If you have been enjoying our time together in the Word, would you be willing to take a minute and leave a review on the platform that you're listening on? Or would you be willing to share about it on social media or send the link to a friend? I'd really appreciate the help in getting the word out about what we're doing here each week, pressing in to the word of God. Today, we're going to press into Psalm 61. I'm going to read the first two verses for you from the NIV. Hear my cry, O God, listen to my prayer. From the ends of the earth, I call to you. I call as my heart grows faint. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. So we have King David here, definitely having a rough time, and he begins by asking God to hear his prayer. And I find this interesting because in other parts of scripture, it's clear that David knows that God hears his prayer. But you know, sometimes maybe it feels like he's not listening. Sometimes it feels like we're spinning our wheels in prayer. But we know that God listens and answers, don't we? Jesus said in Matthew 7, 7, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. Jesus also said in Mark 11, Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. So here's the challenge today, friends. When we pray, may we know without a doubt that God is listening and he hears, even from far away. As we see that David here is far away, he says he is calling from the ends of the earth. He says his heart has grown faint or overwhelmed, and he is running, hiding, looking for an escape from his enemies. And we we can be sure that God hears us even when we're running or hiding or looking for an escape. He can hear us from the ends of the earth. Now David is calling out to God, trying to get to higher ground. He says, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. And this word rock, it's the same, it's a general word for rock in the Hebrew language. It's the same one that's used in scripture many, many times when uh, God is called the rock. So 
we have kind of this duality here of David looking for physically higher ground or safer ground, but he is also looking for um, God's presence to be near the rock uh, that is higher and greater than he is. I really like the Passion Translation here says, instead of lead me to the rock that is higher, it says, lift me high above the fray. Lift me high above the fray. And I do believe that's what David was asking for. And I believe that God wants us to live above our circumstances, not beneath them. And that doesn't mean that we get out of every difficult situation. That's not what I'm saying. That by being living above our circumstances that we are getting away without having any problems. I'm saying that we are living in a way that our hearts and minds are not oppressed by our circumstances. And I want to tell you a story. Several years ago, I had this certain walking path that I would take. And it was kind of this man-made river. And at the end of the watercourse, there was this mound. There was a, a walking path, and then it rose up onto this grassy mound, and there was this pond that sat below it. And I went through this season that was really, really difficult in my life. And I would walk there almost every day. One of the things the Lord had me do in that season was to stand on top of that little mound. Let him tell me or listen to the Lord tell me that I could live above the circumstances that I was going through, that he had called me to higher living, not to get caught up in some of the conflict and dysfunction that was going on in one of my relationships in particular. So this standing on this mound was very symbolic for me. And when I read David's words this week, lead me to the rock that is higher, the Lord brought to mind that spot where even for just a few minutes each morning, I could literally stand above um, my circumstances and let him buoy my heart above the fray and not get dragged emotionally or spiritually or mentally get dragged down by it. And I believe the Lord is calling us to that. Not that we are to perform this higher living. No. That we are to reach out for his hand and let him pull us up to that higher place with him. I am going to read verse 3 now. David says, For you have been my refuge, a strong tower against the foe. 
So this word refuge, where David says that God's been his refuge, this word means like a shelter, a literal shelter from a storm or from danger. So we get more of this hiding, needing a safe place imagery that David, there's so much of it in these couple of verses here. So many images that honestly, I think we can relate to. Life can be very difficult sometimes and we do, we do really need to run and hide. That's not to say that we shirk our responsibilities, but that we run and hide with the Lord and let him minister to us, even if it's for just a few minutes a day. David says that the Lord is a strong tower. And what comes to mind when you think about a strong tower? I kind of have some images, some castle-like images in my mind. A strong tower is definitely a place to hide, to take cover. It's a place of defense and safety. Interesting that the Bible not only says that the Lord himself is like a tower or is a tower, but in Proverbs 18.10, it says that the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and they are saved were reminded that even the name of the Lord is powerful by speaking it. It ushers in power, protection, rescue. There will be times in our lives when we don't even know what to pray. But just saying the Lord's name is enough of a prayer. So friend, when things get really rough, know that just saying the word, the name, Jesus, that's a prayer and that is enough because his name is a strong tower against the foe, the enemy. Verse four, of Psalm 61, I long to dwell in your tent forever and take refuge in the shelter of your wings. This is one of my most favorite, favorite kind of images in the whole of the Bible as far as understanding what the Lord's presence is like. David says he wants to dwell the word here is actually tabernacle. He wants to dwell in the Lord's tabernacle forever. And this is the same word used um, for the tabernacle, which was the place of worship used during David's time. Because remember, his son Solomon will build the first temple. So we have this, again, another kind of duality here where David is longing to dwell in the tabernacle to worship and feel safe. Very likely he would be safe from his enemies if he went to the tabernacle. Also, we know that the Lord's presence dwelled in the tabernacle. 
in the Holy of Holies. So God's presence was there. And you and I both know, once you've experienced the presence of God, you can't help but want that again and again and again. And so David was longing for that. Um, he says he wants to dwell in the tabernacle forever. And that dwelling, some verses say abide in the tabernacle or the tent forever. That reminds me of John 15 when Jesus talks about the vine and the branches where he says, abide in me and I will abide in you or, you know, dwell in me, uh, remain in me. And that is such an important key to our spiritual lives. So David is confessing his desire to abide with the Lord, to be close to the Lord. So not only is he perhaps longing for the actual physical tabernacle, but there is definitely a reference to heaven here because he says forever. When we get to heaven, we will dwell in the tabernacle of the Lord, you know, with him forever. And David was longing for that also. You know, I used to beat myself up a lot and I called myself faint hearted in regard to certain things because I had this struggle where I sometimes longed so much for ease. This life is so darn difficult and it seems like one thing comes after another after another. Don't you agree? And I had this longing for ease that made me want, it just made me so weary of fighting the fight in this life. And one day when I was talking to the Lord about it and of course beating myself up for that longing for ease, he showed me, God showed me that my longing for ease, it comes from my longing for heaven. And that's something he has planted in us that we do long for the ease of being with God where nothing can get at us. And heaven has its own ease, right? The ultimate ease. There's no pain, no suffering, no brokenness, no strife. And so when we are feeling that longing for ease and feeling weary of the fight down here, we can be reminded that that is our longing for heaven to be with the Lord forever in the safety of his presence. So here in verse four, David also says he longs to take refuge in the shelter of God's wings. And there's, you know, different versions use different wording. Um, but we are invited to take refuge in the shadow of his wings or beneath his wings, under his wings. That is the invitation that we are given by God to draw that close to him. And, you know, this is not just a poetic idea from the scriptures. I mean, this is a real invitation. This is something that is worth visualizing and taking time to experience ourselves. 
after David declares his longing to dwell in God's tabernacle forever and to be underneath the shadow of his wings, we have in the scripture the word Selah, S-E-L-A-H. Now, it doesn't appear in all versions. Some versions, it appears as a footnote. And a lot of the footnotes say that it's kind of an unknown Hebrew term, but most scholars agree that this is like a musical term because remember the Psalms are songs that were sung in worship. After this declaration of David's longings, we have a Selah, a pause. And we are invited to pause underneath his wings. I'm feeling the need to just pause here in the scripture and not go any further. Let's, let's take a few minutes. Let's close our eyes if we can. You know, please don't do that if you're driving and listening right now. But I invite you to close your eyes if you have the opportunity. And let's sailor, let's pause at this invitation to dwell with God in his presence and to rest underneath the shadow of his wings. And let's ask God, I'm going to pray, Lord, show us what resting under your wings looks like. Lord, give us an image or an idea in our minds to help us understand what this really means. Make it real and tangible for us, Lord. And now I'm going to read scripture to you and I invite you to enter into that place, that under his wings place that he showed you. I'm going to read from the Passion Translation. Oh God, hear my prayer. Listen to my heart's cry. For no matter where I am, even when I'm far from home, I will cry out to you for a father's help. When I'm feeble and overwhelmed by life, Guide me into your glory where I am safe and sheltered. Lord, you are a paradise of protection for me. You lift me high above the fray. None of my foes can touch me when I am held firmly in your wraparound presence. Keep me in this glory. Let me live continually under your splendor shadow, hiding my life in you forever. And now I'm going to read Psalm 61, verses 1 through 4 from the Lord's point of view. Child, I hear your cry, and I am listening to your prayer. From the ends of the earth you can call to me. Call to me as your heart grows faint. 
and I will lead you high above your circumstances. You will rest on me, your rock. I have been your refuge. I will always be your refuge. I am a strong tower against your enemy. I long for you to dwell with me in my tent forever, in my presence forever. I want you to take refuge underneath my wings. Pause, Selah, and rest here with me. Friends, take a couple minutes and just rest there. And join me next time when we press in to another passage of scripture together. Thanks for listening to Pressing In with Jamie DeSilvia. If you've been encouraged by this podcast episode, please leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Visit jamiedesilvia.com to check out my books and do come chat with me on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook.